0: Thank you very much for that introduction and can I just say I'm hugely impressed at this number of people getting out of bed so early and so many familiar faces in the audience as well. Problems of public health are often repeated and, and given the early hour I won't indulge you for as quite as long as 10, uh, 15 minutes and I shall also spare you a restatement of all the grim details and the facts and figures that I know many of you in the audience will be very familiar with. Too much booze, too many fags, too much food, not enough exercise. Poverty, poor housing and lack of opportunity. Consumption compounded by circumstance to produce what could be seen as the perfect storm of ill health and inequality. These are some of the issues that we face as a nation and some of the issues that we face indeed as individuals. And the way we will respond to them, I think, in many ways defines us as a society. I believe that we need to bring public health out of the lecture hall and into the living room and not just actually other people's living rooms but our own living rooms. Shake off the academic label and make it something that we all own not just as professionals but as people as well. Stepping outside the medical definition of public health, I believe, is critical because the problems are not confined to health and neither are the solutions. It is much wider than that. It's about work and worklessness, tax and welfare, housing and transport, crime and environment. In other words, it's the very definition of cross-government, cross-societal problems. And we are determined to tackle it on that basis, on a cross-government, cross-society basis. It's an issue for families, a social justice issue, a work and pensions issue, a local government issue. It's an issue for us all. The coalition might not be the government that most people expected, and I think it took us all a bit by surprise. But having talked to the Belgians, I have responsibility for European matters, I think we can pat ourselves on the back with a speed at which we put it together. Most countries take well over a year to do the same. But it has already shown that on the really big issues, common purpose can transcend political difference. And public health, I believe, is a perfect example. The Cabinet Subcommittee on Public Health has already met and we have already asked colleagues across government to start thinking about where they can benefit from and how they can contribute to improvement in the public's health. And although it's very early days, still the mark of this government so far has been the determination to put the right reforms in place without too much fuss or fanfare. So although I won't explain in detail how health premiums will work in practice, I will say what they are for and why we believe in them. Although I can't make promises, I won't make promises about what outcomes the Public Health Service will measure. We have a lot more work to do on that. I will say what the service aims will be and why we need them. So today really is about signalling intent, about providing a sense of direction, of momentum, and leaving the practical details in the hands of the expert. And actually that is a good reflection of our wider philosophy A strong central vision leading to a clear policy framework, resulting in unparalleled opportunities for local ownership of health budgets and strategies, guided by the firm belief in professional responsibility and backed up by national oversight and local democratic accountability, with evidence at the very centre of every intervention, so we know we are focusing our resources On what works. And speaking of the evidence, maybe I can just knock back a few of the myths that keep surfacing around public health. As I said to a journalist on the telephone recently, he was doing a radio interview. You really shouldn't believe everything you read in the newspapers, you know. We are not simply cutting health crangos for the sake of it, letting vital work pass undone for a few easy headlines. Instead, we are bringing essential health functions back into the Department of Health, strengthening the remaining arm's length bodies and making sure responsibility sits at the right level. We're not rolling back the smoking bang, nor are we deploying austerity as an excuse for deregulation. Instead, we have looked at smoke-free legislation and decided not to proceed with a planned review because we feel that the legislation is working. We will keep working on the evidence base for tobacco control and we will say more about our plans in the Public Health White Paper. Neither are we abandoning change for life, wasting the good work already done. Instead, we are refining it, putting the power of the brand to work on on behalf of local communities, like in the new Communities Fund, which gives local Change for Life supporters the means to change behaviour in their area. And we are not adapting a hands-off approach to the tough questions on public health, abdicating responsibility and shifting the workloads Onto GPs. Instead, we are building a new kind of health service, one where the expertise and experience of professionals is married to greater local control over health strategies with ring fenced budgets for health improvement. The NHS White Paper set out the principles on which our approach to public health are founded, including the establishment of health premiums to tackle health inequalities. That commitment that is underlined by the focus on health inequalities in the outcomes consultation we opened last week. It recognises that although the National and the Public Health Service will be divided along policy lines, the flexibility must exist to make sure the system as a whole is pulling in the same direction towards health outcomes, the equal of anywhere in the world. To get there, we need a coherent vision for public health, one that comprises of action across society. It is a vision that will be outlined in the Public Health White Paper, developed together with our partners in government and beyond, and realised in the creation of a new national service, the Public Health Service. The White Paper will outline the transfer of responsibility for local health improvements from PCTs to local authorities and the stronger role for local directors of public health. It will describe how local health improvement budgets will be allocated under the system of health premiums so that action on health inequalities will be matched more closely to local need, It will clarify the role of the centre in providing health protection, tackling the ever-present threat from infectious diseases such as TB, establishing a clear line of sight, clear line of sight from the Secretary of State to the front line, so that critical national resilience and emergency preparedness functions remain at the very heart of government. And it will describe how the Department of Health will take the lead on promoting public health. Placing more emphasis on evidence and research, measuring progress and identifying outcomes. Establishing a national framework across government with very, very clear and specific goals. Creating a greater role for society with industry, third sector and non-government partners working to improve the public's health developing a new responsibility deal, one that balances business interests with social harms, and making clear the principle of shared responsibility for public health that underlines our entire approach. 160 years ago, government recognised that the challenge of public health could not be met by central diktat alone. Under the first ever Public Health Act, local boards of health were given power to act at all levels to prevent disease and improve health. Where inequalities were pronounced, local councils and local professionals were given greater authority. For all our clinical and medical advances, perhaps we have not come so far since then. The problems we face may have changed, with obesity more pressing than malnutrition and cancer surpassing cholera. But symptoms aside, the basic diagnosis is the same. Meaningful action on public health must take place across government, across sectors, across society. And our prescription, the public health service, will be filled as a priority. This is a a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to rethink public health, to make it everybody's business. I look forward to working with you all to make this happen and become a reality. Thank you very much.